Welcome to the Pure American Podcast, uh, the show where we cover uh, what's going on in America, what we think maybe you guys should pay attention to, at least through, you know, our opinions. Uh, we're your hosts, Fatty and Red Boy. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a pretty long episode. It's going to be a frustrating episode. What's frustrating? Frustrating? What is that Fru- word? Oh, frustrating. Oh, yeah. Wrong. <laughs> My no. bad. So it's gonna be a very easily (laughs) pissed off, amused type video. So, (laughs) so before we even get started, uh, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter at Pure American Podcast. You don't miss an update because because listen up. I don't know why I said listen up like I'm talking to a bunch of children. Anyway, we're moving our uploading schedule to Wednesday and Friday instead of Tuesday and Thursday because of what uh, him and I do, uh, you know, me being a student and him, uh, well, being in the military. Thank you for your service, sir. Fuck off. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Also, I'd like to extend a, a thank you to you guys. Thank you for getting us to 1,000 plays, man. This is awesome. This is only our fourth episode here, and we've already hit 1,000 plays in total of the podcast. Like, that's pretty sick. You know what I mean? It's going up cons- consistently, so love good stuff. You love to see it, especially <laughs> well, for a startup podcast. Love yeah, to see it. we're we're really trying to bring this out, uh, push this content out to you guys, and we enjoy doing it, and we hope you enjoy listening to it. You know, us be just absolute morons, buffoons, buffoons. So for today's episode, speaking of episodes, we're going to be going over HR four eight four, which is the new Glory for Hate Act, which Tristan actually showed me. Uh, it's pretty stupid. They, it's essentially them wanting to wipe uh, a certain president out of American history. Uh, and then we got Dr. Seuss is canceled. Everything you read as you, in your childhood, anything, is no longer valid. It's racist. You're a racist, essentially, for associating. Uh, you'll see why six of his books are going to be taken off the market, which is really dumb. Uh, quick little interlude about uh, the whole Gina Carano situation. Uh, Bill Burr has now added his name to the fray which is either a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, Steven Crowder, also, uh, I don't know if anybody watches a lot of Crowder. I love his show. I don't know about you, yeah, uh, Tristan. Like uh, he has some big news on voter fraud and what's been going on in our country via, uh, well, the election. We all know that was a hot topic, so we'll be talking about that for a little bit. And quite possibly the biggest part of today's episode HR5, the dumbest and sickest bill to ever be passed. I would, mm, I wouldn't say in American history, modern history so far of America. It's disgusting, actually. I, yeah. I just. 20th century. 20, 21st. Oh, yeah, fuck. He's in the army. Doesn't mean he's smart. All right. I didn't go to college. <laughs> I'm not a smart man, bro. <laughs> All right, so to start off, Tristan. Uh, you were the one that showed me the No Glory for Hate Act. You got a little bit of a rundown, a breakdown for it real quick while I get the actual text of it pulled up. So basically, the No Glory for Hate Act. Uh, so Nancy Pelosi, you know, they impeached Trump once, impeached him twice. He was acquitted twice. And she proposed, actually, I'm not quite sure if it was her who proposed it, but even if it wasn't, she's the one that pushed it. The, I'm looking at the names right now, dude. There's like <laughs> a eight. bunch. Yeah. Well, so. so basically, the law, or that is for if a president was impeached uh, twice, and the bill just says president doesn't have to do with uh, any other political figure, if the president was impeached twice, then he does not have the rights to get buried at Arlington. And if you guys didn't know, that is where majority of presidents 
uh, get buried or are offered to be buried. That's a really high honor, obviously. Then sometimes they're not buried there because the family wants the ashes or they want them buried somewhere else. But, yeah, so they say it's for presidents who were impeached twice. But we all who's know who they're talking who's about. Who's impeached twice? Hmm. hmm. Wild. Hmm. Anyway, so, yeah, we got that. It's not even just the burial thing. Uh, you'll see here in a second when I read it because I do have the entire bill pulled up. This won't take long, I promise, but it is stupid. So it is a bill uh, to prohibit the use of federal funds for the commemoration of certain former presidents and for other purposes. When you look at this that says uh, the statement and for other purposes, through reading you know this bill a couple times and really trying to think about who's like, what other purposes? It's clearly there to say it's not just going to be used for Trump. See, it says other purposes. We wrote it down. It's definitely what that's there for. Uh, this is strictly for Trump and to uh, get him essentially wiped off the face of American history, which is stupid. They want to forget <clears throat> Trump's presidency in a whole. That's basically yeah. what they're doing. If this bill goes through, they're going to make another one that's going to be like some radical shit. Just like, yeah. oh, well, he was never really the president. It was it's life's a simulation. You were Remember, it up. these are the same people or the same party who forged fake tweets, essentially, mm, Yep. to try and get this man convicted, and it didn't work. Twice! Well, fake tweets were at least, I know, of once. You know, for the second one. Uh, so what is this? Basically, so in section two, right, it's talking about there are no federal funds. Uh, here we go. I'll just read it. Uh, notwithstanding section 3102 of Title 40 United States Code, no federal funds may be used to create or display any symbol, monument, or statue commemorating any former president that has been twice impeached by the House of Representatives on or before the date of enactment of this act or has been convicted of a state or federal crime relating to actions taken in an official in an official capacity as president of the United States on federal public land including any highway park subway federal building military installation street or other federal property um and then of basically it's like you can't redesignate anything who it's basically the same thing just with different language for the second part of section 2 uh, for paragraph two of section two, you know what I find funny? So when it, if you don't know what it means by uh, military installation, I'm pretty sure Tristan, doesn't that mean like he can't have an aircraft carrier named after him or something yeah, like that? So military installation, it would basically mean no Apaches named after him, Abrams, strikers, uh, fucking fighter jets, whatever it is. So right. Anything with like on that, even a Humvee. Like, right. I don't know who names their Humvees. I don't, I never named mine. But well, typically they get like nicknames. Yeah, we normally do just like uh, we have bumper numbers, so we'll go like Dark Horse Eight Eight or something. But off topic. But yeah, he can yeah. Just, he can't be on uh, like the name of any Vic inside of the military installation. Right. And that doesn't mean as soon as you go out the gate to go to a training problem or a field problem, you can't be like, he's Trump now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's kind of stupid. Now it says federally owned or funded. So, I mean, technically speaking, if some private citizen wanted to erect a 100-foot uh, statue of President Trump, they could just go right on ahead, which I think would be hilarious. <laughs> but, I don't know how long it would stay up, though. Yeah. Probably uh, not that long. No. Probably get knocked down pretty fast. Oh, yeah, super quick. But it's stupid to me that we're focusing on this, and this is something that they have a huge problem with, versus, like, actually, you know, 
pushing out the stimulus packages they were talking about or like literally this is we don't want trump at any level to be a part of american history we don't want him commemorated even if you throw him in there the list of like hey we have the hall of terrible presidents if you think he was a terrible president uh wouldn't even be that you know what i mean you can't even do that which is dumb again oh, well and in all honesty i feel like if they made a hall for the worst presidents in america due to just like Democrats ideology they'd be all over throwing him in there and be like you know what we can uh we can avoid this law this it time. says it says a uh, state or federal crime right anyone who's been convicted was there any president that's been convicted of a state or federal crime I was Bill Clinton someone was found guilty of perjury weren't they Monica Lewinsky Monica Lewinsky let's look now I'm curious now I gotta look it up I bet there was some I mean hell we're on 46 there's got to be some Broken crime. Breaks law. <laughs> Although proceedings were delayed due to bombing of Iraq on the passage of House Resolution uh, 611, Clinton was impeached by the House of Representatives, whatever. Uh, oh, on the grounds of perjury grand uh, to a grand jury and obstruction of justice, third article. But he wasn't found guilty, was he? So, off topic, uh, <laughs> my sister just sent me a uh, TikTok. I haven't watched it yet, but the text after it says, Wait, she is onto something. Please set me up with a friend. It's fine. If he hits woman, I hit back. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with Bill Clinton getting head in the Oval Office, but I all right. It, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but no, wait, Bill Clinton wasn't found guilty, right? I, I don't think he was. I don't think so. No, I don't think he was either. Um... But no, like, this is literally like, what president's been impeached twice? Nobody. Uh, Trump, that's it. So, you know, instead of, like I said, actually trying to help out America, we're worried about making whatever. someone not yeah. be able to be buried in Arlington or have any honorable. I guess yeah. I mean you could say honorable mentions for that. And you keep hearing anywhere. you keep hearing Tristan saying he can't be buried in Arlington. Uh, section five of this bill is literally the prohibition of burial of certain former presidents. Dude, just say Trump. I I don't care if you write this bill about Trump. I don't I don't think it's gonna pass. It's only been introduced to the House. I doubt it's gonna be actually passed all the way through. Um because Biden's already getting crucified for a bunch of things, and if he <laughs> signs off on this one, oh boy! <laughs> uh, if he signs off on this and HR one twenty seven, and then yeah, all even the stupid shit to come HR five. Yeah, like, I, yeah, it's crazy because again, the prohibition of a certain foreign president. I don't care if you said if you literally just put prohibition of the burial of Trump, like just. Be up front with it because we all know what it means. It's and like, I, no one's reading this bill and being like, yeah, they're talking about Abraham Lincoln. Definitely. Yeah. Like, and no. like, you can, I guess that you, they definitely make the argument of, well, you don't know what's going to happen in the future. You're right, but we know why you're writing this right now. We, like, we all know you, this, it's, <laughs> it's literally like, uh, did you take, it's like when you catch like a little kid taking a cookie from a cookie jar, you know, and it's like, the crumbs are on his face or her face, you know what I mean? And like, there's one cookie missing from the cookie jar. Cause you can tell, cause there's only like three left. It's like, did you take that? It's like, no, you know, Dude, Nancy Pelosi is obsessed, bro. Like, well, Nan I mean, everyone is obsessed. Nancy Pelosi hates it. Kate Brown has restricted certain, uh, not, I wouldn't call it Trump memorabilia, 
Uh, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, you, you know what I'm talking about, but they're yeah. restricting stuff that has to do with President merchandise. Trump. Yeah, yeah, merchandise in certain areas, in certain areas of the state. They are restricting it because they are obsessed. They literally have nothing else to do, and they're just waiting to lay down and die. This goes to the right and the left, in all honesty, though, too, because I've been seeing a lot there. The Trump ideology, the Trump following is massive on the right and the left. And it's like, it's still consumed. Even though this man's out of office, it still consumes our society. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's the Trump party now. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Question. Cause, it's GOP versus Trump. That's GOP yeah. versus the Trump party, I right. should say. But, that right-wing populist movement is mm-hmm. what it is. But question, because you are in the military. Uh, I've been seeing it a lot because I, me and Tristan are no stranger to calling out idiot right-wingers, too. I know a lot of people aren't going to like us for that, but I think it's important to call out BS on both sides. Does Trump, is he still in command of the military until March 1st? Mm-mm, or are no, you guys under Biden? They were under Biden. That's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, that's not what I thought. I know that to be true because you've been hearing the whole Trump will come back in March 4th or something like that, right? Where yeah, it's like Trump's going to come back and take over on March 4th. The only reason why that whole idea that Trump will come back March 4th is I can't remember what election it was. Wasn't it Lincoln uh, and someone else? No, no, not Lincoln. It was more recent. I think it was in the uh, 80s, 90s. I can't remember the person who came back fuck that's gonna bother me i'm about to look it up i know there was one uh it's crazy i think a lot of people are bringing it up now i don't know could something happen march 4th i'm not saying that nothing will happen i have no idea but i've seen a lot of people talking about how uh there's been like some election yeah happened when uh, you know what? I'm gonna look it up about how That's it took them forever to count votes or something, and it didn't get done till March 4th, and it's like, uh, you know, until they're officially done counting. So that's why the true inauguration day was then. But I'm tired of it, man, because we have some absolute idiots on the right wing. Yeah, I see something. Someone said Abe mentioning Abe Lincoln March 4th. Uh, you know, the same time they were hand delivering mail in ballots. Uh. From freaking Pony Express. Bush and Al Gore. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. There was that word. That that took forever. They did a recount. Al Gore supposedly won. They did Mm -hmm. a recount and Bush won. And I think Bush won. Well, I shouldn't do this, but he won sometime around March. Not going to say it was March 4th, but it was a while after um, Al Gore was put into office. I see a lot of people that are mentioning, uh, what's it say, uh, Abe Lincoln was brought up, or like one March 4th, I think. Hold on, let me look it up. Because if you're going to use that as an example and you're on the right side, I'm sorry, that's so dumb. Mm-hmm. Because you got to think, uh, okay, so March 4th, 1861 was uh, Abraham Lincoln's first inaugural address. Uh, his inauguration speech, yeah. He became president March 4th, 1861. You want to know why it took so long? It's because, you know, they had to transport ballots from across the country, which was still a young country, still ran on Pony Express and train, and they had to count by hand each and every one. And you're probably like, well, we did that now. Well, yes and no. We stacked papers and threw them through machines. You know what I mean, too? That could read like when you do a Scantron for something. You You know what I mean? You don't really count them. You separate them. Yeah, you separate them for where goes what. 
that made sense. What goes where uh, and category-wise. Like, they had to actually physically count them after they separated. So that's why it went till March 4th. You know what I mean? It's a stupid idea. It's a dangerous claim to be throwing around. And you make us all look like a bunch of idiots. So thanks, I guess, for that. It's just dumb. You know? It's like... It is what it is. I'm, like I said, I'm not scared to call out BS from the right as much as I will from the left. You know, because there's just as dumb of people on the right. It's because people don't do research and they don't think. I mean, hell, I've made a video calling out, this was a while ago, I called out some Republican TikToker. And, like, I called them out. My own party starts attacking me. And they're just like, oh, well, you're not a real Republican. You called out another Republican. I'm like... That's not how politics works. Right. And they're trying to cancel me. And then this other dude made a video about me. He's just like, he's not a real Republican conservative. I think I remember that. I remember seeing that. And I was like, if you're all about truth, you know what I mean? If you're claiming to be about the truth and not to spread information, you're going to call out BS on both sides. And you shouldn't be scared to do that. And the thing is, with the video I made, it wasn't even, like, I wasn't disrespectful at all. Like, I informed the dude, like, I make a lot of disrespectful videos. Don't You do. Wrong. But I informed the other creator where he was wrong, what was idiotic, and then this other dude made a video about me. And so I made a video about that dude, and apparently I, well, my followers canceled him, and then everyone got mad at me for canceling someone because I don't, I don't like cancel culture. Well, in certain instances. Certain instances, I just think it's, dumb. it's fine. Yeah. But then they start coming out. What it's again. being used for right now is not good. It's stupid. Not a good idea. Well, I mean, people are. Oh, this will be another topic for another time, but people are canceling the wrong people, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But that's uh, probably for another episode. Talk about cancel culture well, a little bit. Well, transitioning into cancel culture, oh, Dr. Well, Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seuss is facing the absolute fire right now. Uh, six of his books are being taken off shelves, and I think they're ceasing production on them. And it's going to be uh, – some of them are big ones that I remember reading as a kid, and I'm pretty sure I still have – I still own them, so it's nice. Like these, So these books, I think for a while, or at least some of them, topped Amazon's book list after they get announced they were being taken off shelves at a certain date and stopped production and like stopped being sold. So – if you think about that, these things might be worth a lot. So if you have an old copy of these books, you might be making money. It's like uh, a comic book. It's like a Mickey Mantle rookie baseball card. Just make uh, sure who you're selling to is not a full-blown racist. Yeah. Uh, so the books were, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. I remember reading that one a lot when I was a kid. Tristan, I don't know how much you read these. They're just Dr. Seuss books. People I know just read them to me. I wasn't all there. Right. So. Well, I know like they used to have Dr. Seuss Day. Yeah, they'd read uh, in all school. the books to you in, like, elementary yeah. school and stuff. I uh, that. There was If I Ran the Zoo, McGilligat's, I think that's how you pronounce it, McGilligat's Pool, uh, which is a fishing story about a fishing hole, uh, On Beyond Zebra, I don't really remember that one. I don't think I read Scrambled that Scrambled Egg Super and The Cat's Quizzler. Um. So if you're wondering, if you're on YouTube, by the way, oh, yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe Thank you for all the subscribers we've gotten so far. You guys are awesome. <laughs> We're probably not going to be monetized, but you know what? It's fine. Fuck uh, <laughs> them. If you're on YouTube, I can, we'll show you some of the problematic, problematic in quotation air quotes for sure, uh, pictures, because apparently he's racist and anti-Semitic. You know what I find funny? He did do some actually like some pretty racist work. Well, the pictures were very honest. Let's just say that, that he wrote. Like, I think there's some from newspapers. He was a liberal Democrat, I'm pretty sure. 
I'd have to look it up. I'll look it up. I'm 90% sure he was, and a lot of the pictures that he made, like, he did, like, do you remember the old cartoon style where they basically make, like, blackface cartoons? Mm-hmm. Like, you know the artist Little Darky? He was a liberal and a mor- uh, moralist. Yeah, a moralist. He expressed his views, moralist, moralist, whatever. Yeah. Expressed his views in his books, though the use of ridicule, satire, wordplay, nonsense, words, and wild drawings to take aim at bullies, hypocrites, and demagogues or whatever demagogues i don't know um but oh man what was this? oh yeah you know the artist little darky at yeah. all you know the image he uses as his person like because i don't think he shows his face that often i don't know it's like it's a black cartoon figure with like red oh yeah f- big red lips well he made videos like that talking about how there was um the n-words for sale like dr seuss and it's a lot of these pictures that are like darker that aren't from his books that are maybe from like newspaper clippings or stuff like that are like commentary on actual bad things. There was one picture I don't I don't like that he did. Uh, he made an American first picture and he had like this Siamese beard that was connected to a guy wearing a Nazi logo, basically calling like people who put America first like nationalists yeah. are the same thing as fascists, which that's a whole nother discussion that because they're not. But <laughs> um so that's some of the stuff that people are finding problematic. But there are pictures from his books. So if we look at some of his books, this one's from uh, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street. For those of y'all that are listening, it is a stereotypical. Tristan's gonna love it because he's Asian. It's a. It says a Chinese boy who eats with sticks. If you're unaware, what to? It's uh, me. <laughs> well, you're Korean. You just ear raped everybody. I'm Chinese and Korean. So oh, yeah, you know you're what? right. This this applies. Uh, and it says, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. The book is uh, about essentially a parade on Mulberry Street. This guy who sees this parade passing, and there's a bunch of different parts of it. So the kid is yellow, obviously, um, with a traditional Chinese garb. Literally, like you know, those that's traditional wear. The hat and everything, right? The long ponytail. And he's eating rice, I think, out of a bowl and chopsticks. Well, I hate to sound stereotypical. You know, I don't even hate to it. Uh, Chinese people eat things with chopsticks. Those look like pliers to me. Oh, yeah, they don't even look like they don't even look like <laughs> they, straight chopsticks. <laughs> but like, it's like, dog, do do Asian people not eat things with chopsticks? When do you go into an Asian restaurant and not get handed chopsticks? Is it wrong? It's not wrong. Like even right? if you don't use like in most Asian restaurants, you walk in. Like, if you want a fork, you got to ask for a fork. Like, traditional Asian restaurants, I'm not talking about all these woke people who think Panda Express. Well, yeah, no, like, when you go to, like, when you have the Mexican-owned traditional Mexican restaurant, you have the Asian-owned traditional Asian, like, one-of-one restaurant. Yeah, it's a hole-in-the-wall restaurant. I mean, like, if you drive past it, you're not going to be like, you know, that looks like a very clean, well-maintained place. You're going to be like, damn, that looks like an absolute dump, but I bet the food's fire. Yeah. Yeah, no, you have to ask for a fork. Yeah. Like, all the sushi places I've been to, like, I try to go to real sushi places, uh, I, it's chopsticks. You don't get a fork. If you either eat it with your hands or chopsticks. with a fork, just eat with your hands. <laughs> yeah. But, no, like, everyone, is it because he's yellow? Because Asian people have yellow pigmentation in their skin. They do have yellow pigmentation. I mean, me, not so much. I'm Chinese, Korean, white, and Hawaiian. Right. So, mine's kind of all over the place. But, yeah. They're more white. Yeah. It's like, so, I like, think it's funny how you call black people black people, white people white people, 
brown people, brown people, like Indians and Hispanic people. But then you get to like Asian people, and it's like you call them yellow. It's like, oh, that's offensive. How? The funny thing it, is, it's we don't there. Even get of- we don't even get offended. It's all these people are just like, well, you can't call them yellow because yellow is not a pigment of skin. I'm like, neither is have- black. It's, it's, it's brown pigmentation. Yeah, it's a brown pigmentation. And even brown is just orange. So. And we're not even white either. Yeah, we're Caucasian. White people are not it's actually, wild. they're not actually white. They're like a peachy, you know what I mean? Like, you remember getting the box of Crayola, like, colored pencils, and it was like, what was it, like, it skin says, tone? Yeah, it says skin, like. Yeah. Apparently, actually, Crayola came under fire, too, because, the, obviously, the skin tone was a peach, you know, kind of beige What's well, what it is? The melanin just the amount of like melanin in your skin and what the pigmentation is what changes it. Yeah. You know what I mean? True skin is like see-through if that makes sense. Everyone has pigmentation. Pigmentation changes your skin tone. But yeah, so I don't get why everyone is getting mad that about that photo or they that even illustration. took this is older because i think in some of the newer releases i say newer i don't know when they change this could have been a while ago uh by the way the rabbit's yellow too is the rabbit asian <laughs> they changed it to where he was like see-through like he was just white basically he didn't color in his skin but the rabbit said yellow it's like it's not a it's not a bad picture. I don't understand how that's racist. It's more stereotypical I, than I, anything, but it's not wrong. I feel like the reason why people got mad is because the eyes are squinted, which, yes, we have squinty eyes, and then he's yellow. But if you want to look at everything else, he's got a chachi bowl, is what my grandmother calls it. Right. He's using chopsticks. The sandals he is wearing, those would technically be sandals. They wouldn't be shoes. Yeah. They have these two bars, I guess you could say. And then he's wearing, like, the correct traditional clothing. So I feel like it's just because he made the eyes squinty and he colored him yellow. Well, there was something about, I think it was this picture, now that I think about it, talking about how some squinty-eyed people are, you know what, I'm going to look up the line. This is from, I think, if I ran the zoo. I don't remember which one I this is so. from. That seems but like he's t- Basically, it's talking about how he's... This guy, if he were to run the zoo, the different places he'd go and how he'd how they'd help him like get a you know a made up creature from wherever a real location though. The reason why people are probably mad is because I guess they're carrying it on their head. Oh yeah, so if for those y'all that don't know who are listening to it, right? uh, This is from uh, I believe, like I said, if I ran the zoo, it's a caged. It looks like a giant white beast, really. Uh, There's a guy on top of it. And then there are three Asian people carrying it with their heads. Yeah. Essentially. Same situation, except these guys aren't colored yellow. Their uh, pants are yellow. Are their pants Asian? <laughs> but they have the sandals on everything. Like, I don't think people realize that there are, uh, let's see. There are people, there are places and people within the world, as you'll see with another picture I'm going to show you, that still dress traditional. You know what I mean? Like, outside of America, there are still people... uh... Because we don't have, like, I guess you could say traditional clothing. So, I mean, Chinese New Year and stuff, you will, if you go to the parades and everything, it's very big in Seattle. And uh, you'll see people wearing traditional clothing because Seattle is a predominantly Asian community. There is a very large Asian community in uh, Seattle. That's where my grandmother lives. And my mom grew up there. And so we used to always go to these parades or celebrations for Chinese New Year or other holidays. 
Yeah. And you'd see it all over the place. So, I mean, he got the illustration, like, correct with the clothing. I'm confused on why people are upset about it. And I can I saw think it's the, because they're carrying it on their head. The tweet, well, no, the tweet that I saw that I pulled this picture off of was talking about how the white man's on top. And they're carrying the white man. First of all, dude, that's not even, like... That's a made-up creature. Like the he, all his characters are some form of made-up animal, most of the time. Like none of them are human. Well, th this is obviously a human portrayal. If I saw it on Mulberry Street, it's a human portrayal. But the guy actually on top of the actual cage itself, right? That is, that is not a human. Like it's it's not a human at all. Well, I, I think. thought you were talking about the beast in there. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely no. The not beast a human. is not a human. All the beasts are made up. Because then you also get to something like this, where they said this portrayal of African people is racist. Because he mentions going to see like a tribe in Africa in the book. Do you like? There are still tribes in Africa that have like they use spears and wooden shields. Uh, for those of y'all that are listening, it's two obviously African people with their hairs. Her hair is like tied up above their head. Uh, they're wearing like red grass skirts. Oh, and they're painted darker because they're in Africa. They're holding like this really long neck bird. It's like, what's problematic about this? It's just that people are making all these. They're literally illustrations made by Dr. Seuss, who was a liberal for one. Like, they're just making these images subjective, which, which, I mean, I guess you could say the images, yes, they could be subjective on however you want to, like, see them as. Right. But, dude, we grew up with these books not thinking anything of it. Now, just because there's an outside influence and people are, quote-unquote, woke, they just want to make everything offensive. Yeah, like, where was this when they were reading these around schools across the country? Because if it's really going to radicalize kids or turn them racist is what they're really trying to say, this is dangerous for kids to read... Why is every single elementary school that they... Because this happened countrywide. Why is not everyone crazy racist? If this is true that these books turned everybody racist. No kid... I was getting read these, like, starting, what, kindergarten? And going up? Like, yeah, I think so. elementary school. Yeah. No one that I know that I grew up with or went to elementary school with was thinking, huh, that's racist. This makes me want to be a racist. No, that wasn't our ideology. That's not the way that we saw it. We saw it as a book. We saw it as illustrations. We found amusement out of it because we, as kids, idolized Dr. Seuss because that was pretty much the only thing that we were able to read. There was no intent for racism behind it. Yeah. Like, okay, so Vulture.com, I know it's horrible, but, like, let's go to the lowest of low of publications, right, of <laughs> problems. If I ran the zoo has drawings that are harmful to explain them Wait, that are harmful to explain to toddlers? Like, yeah, they're saying basically uh, the characters of on Mulberry Street, they're trying to rhyme like Seuss would to be cute or whatever. Uh, they said the characters on the caricatures on Mulberry Street in on Mulberry Street look something right look like something right out of a Donald Trump tweet. Really? Of course they had to bring politics into it. Yeah. Of course Trump the traditional Asian person identified correctly a Chinese is racist. boy who eats with sticks apparently has something to do with Donald Trump yeah that's racist apparently everything has to do with Donald Trump not everyone eats with freaking chopsticks it's not our culture it is literally an Asian thing of course uh, and it says oh yeah if I ran the zoo has drawings that are hardful 
to explain to toddlers. If I ran the zoo has drawings that are harmful to explain to toddlers is what they're saying. No one explained them to us when we were kids or toddlers because nobody cared. Because they weren't racist. It was just us reading like, oh, those words rhyme. Look at the pretty pictures. Now watch as every, as these kids are going through school. Watch as these teachers, it's a new curriculum, right? They're going to be teaching, they're going to be showing these kids these Dr. Seuss books and teaching them what racism is at a young age. Be like, you know what? This this is racist right here. Yep. This one's racist too. Now you guys know what not to read. Yeah. They're going to use it as, literally the country, what I'm getting at is the country is going to use him as an example. They're going to use him to push a narrative. Next thing you know, all these authors are going to have to start watching their backs on what they fucking write because everything's subjective nowadays so let me read you what it says for this picture which has to do with africa the african picture the excerpt from the book says i'll go to africa the african island of yurka and i'll bring back a tizzletop tufted mazurka a kind of canary with quite a tall throat his neck is so long if he swallows an oat for breakfast the first day of april they say it has to go down such a very very long way that it gets to a stomach the 15th of may so literally nothing in that verse has to do with racism he just said hey if i go to an african island spoiler alert like on the island of madagascar people still dress that way and traditional ways he's it's just it doesn't make any sense because all they're focusing on is the illustration and they're saying that that is racist. What I would feel would be the real problem with racism would be what the words say. If the words said something racist, that has a lot more impact than looking at a photo and showing it to kids who have no idea what the fuck they're looking at. I'm really, really interested into what they're trying to get rid of on McGilligan's pool. Because as far as I can remember, it's literally a book about this old man who has a tiny fishing hole that he fishes out of, or he lets people fishes out of. The hole's racist. No, like, what is it? On Beyond Zebra. I just... Oh. Oh, wait, hold on. Maybe. Uh, oh, no. They just... It's constantly bringing up um, consecu- consecutively if I ran a zoo or... Uh, the uh, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street, like come on, uh, oh, in a twenty nineteen there was a twenty nineteen article that came out that was called the cat is out of the bag or you know colon Oriolent Oriol and orientalism i think that's how you pronounce it I'm horrible with words anti blackness and white supremacy in Dr Seuss's children books said the author had published hundreds of racist political cartoons, comics, and advertisements. The dude was a liberal Democrat. Well, if you really think that he was truly racist and he identified as a liberal, hmm, interesante. I'm sorry, that's a white guy using Spanish, probably racist. Can't say that. Uh, Interesting. Interesting, very interesting. If he's oh, he's racist and he's liberal, crazy. Uh, you don't see anybody rushing to cancel Disney, uh, who's yeah. openly anti-Semitic. In fact, we and embrace ableist. Able, able, yeah, what ableist? Openly, openly anti-Semitic and ableist. Uh, but we adore him, or at least his company with his name on it. Still, uh, millions of people go through his park. Uh, millions of people watch 
the entertainment coming from the Disney Empire. Uh, they own a bunch of companies, which is probably why they're not going anywhere. They've cemented themselves. Uh, speaking of Disney, right? Um, so if you don't know in the Gina Carano situation, uh, her being let go from the Mandalorian because of the tweets she put out, which aren't even that bad. Like one of the tweet was like, uh, the Nazis couldn't just get rid of the Jews. They had to turn uh, the German people against the Jewish people, if that makes sense. Which is factual. Which is factual and does happen nowadays. Uh, if you're if you're going to lie and say that the media and the government aren't trying to turn us against each other, uh, you're blind. I'm just going to say it, call it as it is, completely blind. This is this is what this is. I mean, it's not a bad comparison. Maybe it's out of poor, tes- poor taste. I personally didn't think it was a bad comparison. Uh, anyway, so she got let go. She's going to work with Daily Wire, I think, Ben Shapiro's company to create a movie or something. I don't know. But Good. You know who Bill Burr is, right? Yeah. He came out and defended, uh, put out a tweet, or no, it was his podcast. I'm sorry. He put out a podcast, and he was like, uh, on this episode, he was like, uh, I thought, you know, Gina Carano was an effing sweetheart. Something about now how cancel culture is kind of getting out of hand, and he probably should need to watch what he says, which when Bill Burr needs to watch how he sa- what he says, <laughs> we're in it's trouble. Like, I mean... She had so many people's shows and podcasts go to bat for her because obviously it's ridiculous. And the funny thing is that all these big shows are going to bat for her, like on YouTube, Spotify, whatever it is, all the podcasts. And then you have all these. Let's just be honest. So like left or like left leaning podcasts do not gain the traction that conservatives get when they're starting a podcast at all. And so they're all trying to go and attack her, and then all, yeah. everyone's shutting them down. I mean, hell, Will Witt, uh, Crowder, Burr, uh, I'm missing one dude. Burr doesn't even, I mean, Bill me. Burr doesn't even, I don't, I haven't heard him identify where he goes politically. He might have, but like, he just doesn't care. He definitely doesn't line up with the left's agenda, that's for sure. Uh, so the tweet, or what he said essentially was, she was talking about Gina Carano. Uh, she was an absolute sweetheart, super nice effing person. Uh, watch them try to get rid of my bald action figure. That's how it is out there. People just waiting, lying in the weeds, which is true. People are waiting for you to screw up, to absolutely hound you, which is crazy. Um, and everyone in this tweet, I thought it was funny. Tristan was like, no, not Bill Burr. He was so, you know, he, I loved him throughout the show. I didn't think he was going to defend her. I'm like, have you ever seen this man stand up? Like this dude, the fact that he hasn't been canceled yet by cancel culture astounds me. For, uh, anyone coming up in the influencer world, just keep in, just keep the mindset that they can't cancel someone that doesn't care. So, I mean, post what you want, say what you want, as long as it's not. I'm not, gonna, I'm not telling you to be racist or anything like that, obviously. Yeah. But keep it real. If they cancel you, I mean, who cares? It's Some just, the, it happens. Yeah. And you if can't, you don't you show can, that you care, then no you're one's not gonna, gonna get, really take it. Then. You don't, you can't, I'm stuttering a lot, fuck. You can't <laughs> you, cancel somebody who doesn't care. You can't cancel someone who doesn't care, and you can't get canceled unless you cancel yourself. Once you start saying, oh, well, I apologize for saying this, to pander to the left or the right... That's when you cancel yourself. That's when you lose all credibility. Right. right. One of the funniest things, uh, what was it? In the tweet feed, it was like, hold on, let me read it. For Christ's sake, is there anyone on the show that isn't problematic with the exception of Pedro? Pedro Pascal 
literally compared concentration camps to the immigrant camps, the holding areas for immigrant children, which the picture he posted wasn't even from the American system, which is hilarious to me. Side note, by the way, Joe Biden's building more of those places, those places that the left loves to hate on. Yes, sir. Hilarious. And so what he's doing, if y'all don't know, uh, his promise of, you know, reuniting all these families and stuff. And he said he was going to do it within the first two months, even though he's only found 105 children's parents, which I mean, yeah, progress, right? But what he's doing to try and hide the cages that him and Obama built, I guess, he is building buildings, which I guess are newer and which I guess are nicer. But you know what they are? They're just another big cage made out of stone. You can't put lipstick on a pig. Or I don't know how that phrase goes. You can put lipstick on a pig, but you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. Yeah, it's the same thing. He's literally disguising it and trying to make it seem like he's doing something better, like they're going to be treated better. Which I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I mean, especially the Democrats who think that ICE is so bad right. that they treat them terribly. Guess who's still going to be in control of those buildings? ICE. And border control. It's, it's literally not changing anything. I can't wait to see AOC go take another f- photo oh, shoot yeah. in all white outside Perfect. these buildings. Let them go. Who built them, AOC? She it doesn't there. matter. Let them go. She, she went there and took three photos and left. She's like, yeah, that's good enough. There's my looking at off. nothing. It's just the desert. It's a metal gate fence in the desert. She wasn't even looking oh. at anything at all. I think she went on the other side of like a fence where if you're looking into it you can see border control on ice and then she took the photo shoot yeah. it's like oh my goodness it's like yeah no family should be post. illegal it's like it's crazy because it's like well we saw that you you know we use the illegal immigrants for voting we don't need them anymore we're in office now shoo Right. Oh, I figured out the phrase. Like it's like refugee country. Like he proposed yeah. us being a refugee country for people trying to escape like imperialism and shit. Didn't mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Uh, a sanctuary happen. country or whatever yeah, it is. Asylum. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's the word. Political asylum. But and didn't happen. Not going to happen because now he's realizing or he realized it before. Overpopulation is a problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That phrase, by the way. <laughs> He's trying to put lipstick on a pig. There you go. That's what he's saying. He's trying to put lipstick on a pig. Yeah. Still, still pig. Still disgusting. Uh, still a so lie. Uh, speaking of lying, uh, that two thousand dollar or fourteen hundred dollar stimulus check that's totally going to cover people through mid July. Uh, well, it's March, people. I ain't seen it yet. And uh, what has Biden been doing instead of pumping out the stimulus check, or what has his administration been doing instead of working on the stimulus check? Uh, bombing Syria. Yeah. Because why are we back? You know what's funny? I made a joke. Or I didn't make a joke. I made a video. I'm not going to say a joke. That was a lie. I made a video. I was like, we're back in Syria these days. As uh, Tristan takes a hit of his douche flute. Uh, <laughs> we're back in Syria. And someone's like, that picture is a convoy uh, that's been still in Syria running supplies. And they were right. That's what the picture was for. It's funny. I was like, at the time I made a video, I was like, hey, look, uh, or I apologize. I was like, yeah, I missed on this one. It's misinformation. I own up to it. Uh, We're back in Syria, and I'm not apologizing about it. We bombed them. For what reason? So Trump made peace with many countries, and now Biden's like, one of the biggest things, made peace with Korea, North Korea, 
I guarantee you that's not going to last long under this administration. It will not. Well, like, the thing about... Excuse me. The thing about... Because I know a lot of people are like, well, Trump hit Syria with a rocket attack. That was a targeted attack against a specific person who, by the way, we got... A lot of people were thankful for. Obviously, the media tried to spin it in a way of, oh, these people love this general. And it's like, obviously, that's them knowing that they'll be able to use that to create division. They're going to push that narrative. But if you think about it, um, you know, when was it King Jong-un's father died, all those people had to cry or basically forced to cry their eyes out on live TV. That's Mm -hmm. what you can treat that as. Uh, So that's all these people who supposedly loved this general that was bombed, that general was killing those people. Like, Gassing them. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So that, I agree with that rocket strike. But when you're bombing, how many, what, like, is there a target? Do you know? I don't know how much. a target. Like, how much that information is being passed down the pipeline from the military. The site where uh, Biden just wrecked it with now we haven't been told i'm in a qrf too, the quick reaction force so yeah, second behind airborne which is the immediate reaction force and right. so we would know if something was like immediate like we were going to syria or iraq afghanistan yeah but nothing's been passed down and the thing that i find funny is a lot of people will look up these statistics and they'll be like well there was this many bombings this many drone strikes blah 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 within the last you know four years Let's right. say Trump's administration in the last four years. But, I mean, most of, like, those drone strikes that they're talking about, that they're looking at, that's when, yeah. uh, you know, a convoy is taking fire from an insurgent. What do you do? You call in an airstrike. What do you do? You call in uh, cover or air support, whatever it might be, a fighter jet, a warthog, Apache, Blackhawk. They look at all these attacks, and which the statistics that you might be looking at are not true because I can guarantee you the military doesn't document to the uh, the public every single airstrike that they do all right the airstrikes that we just launched this is the u.s airstrike in syria on iranian backed militia killed one fighter wounded two we killed one guy one fighter with that airstrike one that's pathetic it's terrible (laughs) shooting a shot Washington. The Pentagon said Monday that a U.S. airstrike last week in eastern Syria killed one fighter in an Iranian-backed militia and wounded two others. Why are we even shooting at them? Like, were they shooting at us? What's so important about three insurgents that you got to launch a rocket? Yeah, like, okay, were we in a firefight with them? I get that, right? You know what I mean? I get that, like you said. The Syrian observatory. He wants to pull us out of those places, but he's bombing them. Yeah. For no reason. Three people, three insignificant insurgents that really, if you kill them, what's going to happen? Nothing. Yeah. All right. So it says, uh, hold on. I can't even, it doesn't even say why, why we bombed them. Uh, last week, the Pentagon said the bombing destroyed nine buildings and partially destroyed two others on the way at the way at the way station for paramilitary groups. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights, a monitoring group based in London, that's funny how they're in London, Yeah, people say open borders are great, had said the U.S. raid had killed at least 22 fighters from the Popular Mobilization Forces, an Iraqi umbrella group of mostly Shia paramilitaries. Uh, the group cited sources in Syria, whatever. Uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that name. <laughs> One of the main, some... Uh, 
Iranian-backed paramilitary groups, whatever, in Iraq. This is so confusing in the Middle East. I said earlier that one of its fighters have been killed in U.S. airstrikes. Well, you see, what I, find, there? <clears throat> what I find funny is it says the airstrike destroyed nine buildings, correct? Mm-hmm. An airstrike oh, that destroys nine buildings didn't just take three lives. I guarantee you that airstrike took some civilian lives, too, because obviously on the FOB in Af uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, wherever right. you are, we have an alert system that will tell us when we're getting indirect fire. And then yeah. we have a CRAM, which is obviously like the Gatling gun on top of the buildings that will attempt to take out the rockets. They don't have that. So if it destroyed nine buildings, the possibility of them knowing that airstrike was coming and removing all civilians, women, and children from that vicinity is very unlikely. Yeah. So I feel like it's a cover-up, in my opinion. The thing I don't understand, I still can't find a motivation as to why it even happened. Like, that's not there. Um, They're not going to say it, I guarantee you. We're not going to find it. <laughs> the airstrikes threatened to complicate a possible diplomatic opening between the United States and Iran. Well, yeah, I would figure. Uh, it even said, what does it say? Oh, yeah. Uh, as Washington had said days earlier, it was ready to accept an invitation from the European Union to sit down with Iran and other world powers to discuss Tehran's nuclear program. Sunday, Iran, or Iran, whoever you want to pronounce it, rejected the offer because we bombed a group of their people or killed one of their citizens, whatever. <sighs> I think there was something I also be about... surprised if, like, the person that was killed in that strike wasn't even in the militia. Yeah, it says president. Well, it was just whatever. It's an Iranian-backed militia. Or the guy they killed died from Iran. Whatever. Biden is gonna tear apart the Middle East peace that we've had. Uh, for I'm not saying it's a peaceful region and there's no fighting there, but the U.S. has been gradually over time since the towards the end of Obama's administration and into Trump slowly. I feel like pulling out fighting in the Middle East is yeah. slowly, but it's it's happening. Probably not anymore, but... <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, oh, we'll, we'll see. It says, President Joe Biden has said he is ready to bring the United States back into, into the 2015 nuclear agreement between Iran and world powers of, if Tehran returns to compliance with restrictions on its uranium enrichment and other nuclear works. Wasn't the 2015 nuclear agreement kind of a bad thing? Yeah, terrible. If I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Great. So, yeah, we're back in the Middle East. Biden's doing just... Absolutely fantastic. Like the nuclear agreement, I can't remember it exactly, but it was disguised to look like, as most things are, it was disguised to look like it was beneficial to both countries. When you look deeper, yeah, it's not at all. Yeah. Let's see. So when we come back from this ad, um, we're going to be breaking down. We'll touch over uh, some false uh, addresses for voter of fraud that's probably going to get us taken off of youtube or marked i don't care uh that crowder's been doing and then we're going to go into what me and tristan really want to talk about which is hr5 so we'll see you right after this ad and we're back so this steven crowder situation if you haven't been keeping up with what he's been doing recently he's actually been investigating tristan i don't know if you know this uh he's been investigating like fake or 
sus voting addresses, right? And he did a video where I think he had like 10 or 15, and some of them like his interns, because he sent out his interns. Uh, They screwed up and took pictures of the wrong ones. It's like, he's like, so I went to reinvestigate. It's like, okay, we'll turn around and take a picture of where he was supposed to take. And it's like still like an empty lot. They now have, I think. Yeah. I saw that one. So they corrected a lot of them. But they still now have like thirty addresses of fake, not fake. Like there's nothing there. Like there's no way somebody voted from there. It's literally someone took like points on a map, and then just put an address over. Like yeah, right. this sounds good. Middle of a cornfield. That sounds like an awesome idea. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Um, it's concerning, you know, because at the end of the day, uh, if you are um, what's it called? I can't even speak English. Oh, yeah. It's concerning because this is a problem and it shows these, well, like, kind of weaknesses in our voting sy- uh, system, which is not good, which is not how this should work. Uh, but they are there. You know what I mean? Uh, so it that's what's more concerning to me. And you should be concerned about this if you're right wing or left wing. This isn't a right or left specific problem. This is both. You know, these voting holes are not good. Uh, they're not good at all. So... I want to keep our eyes and ears on that. I just kind of wanted to pass that information down. I'm not going to a deep dive of it, but some of them are like the most like stereotypical like names, like in Nevada and Michigan. It's like in Nevada, it's like a bunch of Hispanic people, and it's like Susana Rojo Gutierrez, and it's like, come on, bro. Yeah, like come on, bro. You're better than that. You know what I mean? So now. With that out of the way, moving on to the thing that's going to take up the majority of our time, we have HR5, also known as the Equality Act. Here you go. Tristan was the one that brought this to my attention. Blame him. Um, Don't blame me. I'm actually very frustrated because... All right, let me make this bigger so it can be easier read. Uh... I am, for those of you who don't know, I am a Christian. Uh, Tristan is not religious, correct? Yeah. No, not religious. Not really. He's, cr- he's cringy. Um, I'm a Satanist, you know. A word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> calm down. Uh, anyway, so if you know anything about this act, this is goes as, like they say, this act may be cited as the Equality Act. This is an act to prohibit discrimination on the basis of sex, gender identity, and sexual orientation, and for other purposes. Um, this is kind of like an add-on to, the, you know, the, the Civil Rights Act, the Equality Act, when it comes to, like... Um, white people and non-white people in America. But the diff like this is now going to be used instead of like an act like this should be used as a shield to protect. Well, if it's saying what it's supposed to be doing, it's, you know, it's doing a bunch of other stuff. It should be used to protect the rights of these people. This is being used as this can be used. Ed probably will be used as a sword. If that makes sense to attack people for not complying to what now the government can deem is gender and sex orientation. Which is not good. Uh, for those that don't know, it has passed the House. It's still waiting to be passed by the Senate, I think. It's gonna, then it's got to go to the uh, President. Then it's got to become law. So, a little concerning. Uh, so, let's break it down and absolutely make myself want to jump off a bridge. But it's fine. 
All right, so section two, finding and purpose findings. The Congress findings, Congress finds the following. Uh, discrimination can occur on the basis of sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, pregnancy, childbirth, or a related medical condition of an individual, as well as because of sex-based stereotypes. Each of these factors alone can serve uh, as the basis for discrimination and each is a form of sex discrimination. If you can't already understand the direction of which this bill is about to go, it is about to absolutely crap all over religious freedoms and the First Amendment. I mean, I don't know how clear it is. Is it clear to you at all, Tristan, or do you need more it's explaining? It's pretty damn clear. It, so this is two pages. I'm going to skim. One of the things that you can do is basically these are all rules. Um... Yeah, see here it says right there, uh, basically it's going to kind of be added to the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Uh, so one of the things in the LGBTQ whatever letter they decide to keep adding to it, right? Uh, when it comes to a kid like wanting to get, I don't want to say like, yeah, puberty. We'll just call it puberty blockers, which by the way are a horrible thing to do, absolutely dangerous, and should not be promoted in society because it can cause brain damage, uh, sterilization, and a whole host of other problems. First of all, if you're thir if you're allowing a 12-year-old to make the call, you know what, not even a 12, a 10-year-old to make the call of whether or not they should get hormone blockers or puberty blockers, um, I don't ever want to hear you talk about the fact that they are, that a, 20 you have to be 21 years old to buy a gun yeah it's like it's just ridiculous that you want to allow these kids to make a life-changing decision at such a young age when your brain is not uh like fully uh formed. not developed till yeah, 25 not, years old yeah till 25 so at 18 you're still like a little bit over halfway Unless you know you're just fucking... Yeah. But you want to... <coughs> Excuse me. You want to let Sorry. these kids make these decisions, life-changing decisions, decisions that will not... That most of the time are not reversible. You're like, they're independent. I love it. No, you're stupid. You're ruining your kid's life because they aren't able to make logical decisions at 10 years old. Yeah. And so how is this act, right? The Equality Act... Who is this going to hurt? Well, we're about to see. Uh, if you read through this whole thing, which I have, and I, again, regret every minute I spent reading the dang thing. Uh, so what we can gather, and by doing other research uh, research outside the primary source, which is the bill itself, uh, who's going to be hurt by this act? Well, medical professionals, uh, businesses, parents, right? Women and girls, because I remember... Uh, I don't, I'm not saying I do remember. Me and Tristan did talk about this idea of transgender athletes being able to compete in high school sports. I think that was the first episode, wasn't it? That was the first episode where we this was bill, mainly focused on the female or the males participating yeah, in the female sports. This bill covers that. So women and girls are going to be affected, especially in athletics, right? Uh, Nonprofit organizations and, and uh, volunteers. Does this bill cover the. Um... Uh, the bathroom situation. Yeah, no, this is everything. This is I can't remember if it this did. is complete disgust. Again, this is not going to be used as a shield. It's going to be used as a sword. Instead of protecting people against discrimination, it's going to allow those people to essentially come out and attack people who don't agree with their way of life, openly, and within the courts. 
right? So within these groups, right? So uh, medical professionals, why are, why are doctors going to be in danger of this bill? Uh, basically, so for the longest, when, when people say you've probably heard for, you know, a long time, people will be like, oh, transgender people don't have rights within hospitals, right? This isn't true. You have rights within hospitals. What they're getting at in this situation is a doctor is going to treat you on the basis of your biological gender, not what you identify as. If you come in and you're a female, but you identify as a male and you want to be treated like a male, the doctor had the right to say, no, I'm not going to give you the male dose of this medicine. I'm going to give you what's rated out for females. Mm -hmm. Because you need, like, there are different doses, dosages and treatments for a reason because male bodies can take some things that female bodies can't, uh, can't take. Female bodies can take things that male bodies can't take based off of the basic biological systems within the bodies. So if you, like, the thing, the miscon like misconception, so if you are biologically born a male, and even though, yes, you had your transition surgery, top and bottom surgery done, if you go into the doctor's office and they tell you that you have prostate cancer, people are getting mad at that because they're thinking they're just like, oh, I identify as a woman. I had all these surgeries. How do I have prostate cancer? Uh, because you didn't get your prostate removed. And so they're adding up all these things that are just illogical and idiotic and using them to go against the working force in a hospital. Yeah, and like literally it's like, okay, you see all these years you worked in, in, you know, doctor in medical school to become this expert in whatever you're treating in medicine. Uh yeah, your expert opinion means nothing just because I decide to identify as a female that day I walk into your office. Again, it's dumb. Uh they could also be forced to provide puberty blockers, uh hormone treatments, whatever, to underage kids. Again, against their expert opinion, just because they're members of the LGBTQ community, whatever. So literally an 11-year-old kid could walk in and ask for puberty blockers, and the doctor has to comply. Yeah, it doesn't need really... I don't even think they need parent consent. Nope. Because this is this bill's leaving whatever age you are. You could be, hell, you could be eight, and it's leaving it up to you being an independent person just because you're a member of the LGBTQ plus yep. community. It's ridiculous. Yep. And uh, it even says, I've read somewhere, like, I think the Heritage Foundation said something along the lines of, like, counselors being, what is it? Oh, yeah, counselors could be forced to officially affirm transgender ideology and same-sex coupling. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know what that means, because I had trouble... Uh, there's a lot of STDs that go around, especially the gay side of the LGBT community, yeah. because when you stick your pecker inside of somebody's poop shoot, <laughs> it's not exactly the cleanest spot most of the time. Um, you're going to get some problems coming out of that one. Uh, so there's some counselors that will definitely say, it's like, hey, why are we having all these STDs? And the counselors will be like, well, it's because, you know, you're in going, you're involving yourself in gay sex, which is not a good... You know, I morally object to it. I also more morally object to uh, sex outside of marriage. Again, that's just what I believe. Anyway, but there are actual scientific back studies as to there are a lot of STDs that come from this community because it's not the cleanest thing going around. Uh, but basically, they're supposed to counselors are going to be forced to affirm these groups uh, to say that they back 
these couplings of transgender couples or gay couples, even if they are religious. Again, you're going against your religious rights because a lot of people had problems. Let's just say it how it is. Private hospitals, which are mostly religious hospitals, are better in quality than like federally funded or you know government hospitals. Yeah, I'd argue smaller, but they're a lot better. It's like the military community funded, right? And it's like the military grade. Like St. Jude is the number one child cancer center in America, right? Mm -hmm. That's a private hospital where it's a nonprofit hospital. Um, and it's religious based, obviously St. Jude, but it's like, people don't understand that. Well, they do understand, but they never want to admit it. Like it was the same thing with guns with people like we want, we don't want military grade weaponry out on the streets. Military grade or government grade is not, is typically speaking, the worst quality around it because to the lowest bidder yeah it's going to be whatever they can get done the cheapest is going to get done versus when you have private you know private build companies or uh actual competition you know being able to be take taken place within corporations you're going to get better quality also at a more convenient price to drum well, up business one thing that i find idiotic about just like this bill and this generation that kind of like correlates together right is like a lot of these parents that are having these kids i mean gen z whatever they're again i'm gonna say it again they're woke a lot of these parents go back to are, bed <laughs> a lot of parents are grooming children to believe that if they want to do it then they can do it and these children are believing that they're able to do it at a very young age i believe personally that should i mean Grooming them and forcing them, some parents, will force yeah. them to take the hormones or the hormone blockers. How is that not child abuse? It's like there was that video on TikTok of that mom who's like, my son's gay. And he's like two, he's like four months old. Have you seen it? Yeah. And he's like, I'm, yeah. He goes, and he's always said, he's like, I'm gay. He's like, see, he said it. I'm like, the dude's four years old. If you repeat something enough, he's going to say it back to you. It's, I don't get how it's not child abuse. I don't get how it's not child negligence whatever it might be you are grooming this kid you're talking about the same generation though that thinks that whoopings from a parent is abuse i got my so, ass beat as a so kid. did i, I it got taught me respect beat. it was never out of anger anyway uh when i was talking about businesses and private corporations because you'll hear this argument a lot trans people have no human rights they're stripped of basic human rights i'm tired of this stupid argument because it's not true you have human rights but that person that hospital you go to also has the right to refuse service because of their religious affiliation because we have an amendment in a basic human right in this country to practice your religion on the basis of it's your religion and i don't have to serve you because of my religion it goes against my religion and if you are a private company or even bigger corporations like it is up to them just because you are pissed off about it does not mean that they have to change how they work and pan or right. just to pander to what you want you can throw a hissy fit in the drive-thru chick-fil-a don't give a shit just go to the next hospital and pay the amount of money and they'll probably do it for you but don't go in again to a religious hospital expecting it to all work out. Now, are the majority of hospitals religious? I think so, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the majority of the hospitals are religious, but the reason why a lot of people go to these hospitals and not to the other like bigger hospitals that are funded by or funded federally or by the state, not by the community, is because they are generally cheaper at the privatized hospitals or privatized companies. And they're better service. Better service. It's a cleaner building. Right better organization because they work for the community they don't work and yeah like you said most of them are non-profit yeah 
But they're just like, oh, well, it pays cheaper over here. Well, if they don't want to serve you, they might as well not. They don't fucking have to. Going into uh, going into businesses, speaking of businesses, uh, more people who are going to be affected by this bill, uh, employers and businesses, specifically uh, businesses with over uh, 15 or more employees, uh, they could face punishment uh, for not adhering or using preferred pronouns of their employees or people that walk in funny thing actually we had a uh, a talking to about pronouns right and they're just like well you need to uh you should ask people their pronouns i mean i work in a motor pool i'm, I'm not call, i'm gonna call you fuck and er like that's it i don't care what it is i'm not walking up to you in the middle of the street like if someone holds a door uh, you know and you're instead of like i was like thank you sir thank you ma'am i'm not gonna stop midway i'm sorry i'm gonna say it i'm not even gonna apologize i'm not gonna stop there while i'm trying to get in through somewhere or passing you so you know what hey excuse me what are your preferred pronouns no i'm not doing that it's like if you I'm, expect the average american to do that while they're walking on the street you're drunk if i'm walking by you and you look like a sir and you open the door, I'm going to say, thank you, sir. Yeah. You look like a lady, I'm going to say, thank you, ma'am. I'm not going to take an extra like, 30 seconds out of my life and stop at the door just to ask you your pronouns. Because quite frankly, and I'm not sorry, I don't care. I don't care. Nobody really cares besides the people within your community. Don't you get me started and, on the neo-pronouns. And if you're going to get mad that I misgendered you or didn't use your correct pronouns... I'm going to keep walking. I'm not going to turn around and then apologize. It doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, you're transphobic. Dude, I can't help it. If you have a beard like mine and you identify as a female, I'm sorry that the first thing that doesn't pop into my head is, hmm, that's probably a female. No, it's not even close and it never will be close. Just because you didn't want to shave or drop enough money into your transition surgery to actually look the part that you want to identify as, it shouldn't be my problem to go out of my way to ask you what you prefer. Because at the end of the day, I genuinely don't care. I'm here to take care of myself i will be respectful to you but i'm here to take care of myself my family or future family or friends thing, i don't yeah. care so on the respectful note if i meet you through a friend and i say i walk in and I'm like hey what's up man and you right. identify as a girl you respectfully correct me boom i will call you her she ma'am whatever you want me to call you it's all about respect at that point and if you come at me nicely and i'll be like okay cool but the only time that it's not acceptable is if you tell me that your pronouns are Zay and Zem. Because what the actual yeah. Sam Neo pro H E double fuck is that? Neo pronouns are out. Okay, they're out. If you try to give me Neo pronouns, I'm not going to do it. And the mostly thing what I do is because, like I said, I will be respectful. I'm a Christian. I'm told I need to love my neighbor as myself. So I'm going to treat you with respect. You're going to match the same energy that you put out to me. But with that being said, what typically what I'll do because I've had conversations with you know trans people before is i'll typically call them their name versus a pronoun because again i don't agree with the changing of the pronoun so i'll just call you your name well, you know you what i mean you always have two types of people when it comes to misgendering you have people that are super super pissed off aggressive and then you have people that will politely correct you i have three soldiers not directly under me but there are three soldiers yeah. within my formation that are trans and before anyone starts on this whole thing, it's like, oh, the military banned trans people. No, the military did not ban trans people. We just banned uh, us funding their Another surgeries. lie. Your rights aren't being taken. Yeah. You're just a wimp. 
and you just want extra special privilege and nobody's going to give you that because at the end of the day, like I said, nobody cares. All right, but continue. We do have three soldiers within our formation who are trans or who are transitioning, and they're all respectful. I mean, what do you expect? You get into the military, you're born biologically a male, you get in, and you start using your own money, you start funding your own transitioning, your own uh, hormones, and you just got to respectfully tell them. And they've all said, I'm transitioning right now. Well, besides the one that's fully transitioned, they've right. all said, I'm transitioning right now, I go by this. And then the military, which is not as disrespectful to our other soldiers as you think, mm -hmm. we all call her or him by whatever they want to be called as. Because, yeah. I mean, also they could go to IG or EO. I mean, that's a big deal in the military. Because we are trying to be accepting, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can't force people to be accepting. But the military as a whole, it's like you got to accept someone if they're yeah. trans or not. Uh, moving, trying to get back on track with the employers and businesses real quick. Uh, employers or companies that have 15 or more employees are forced to provide medical. This is the thing the military tried to avoid too, right? This was yeah. what Tristan was saying. Uh, companies with 15 or more employees will be forced to provide medical insurance for for gender transitions. That's what the military was trying to avoid saying. If you're coming in the military just for the military to pay for your transition, no, right? That's the route. I think it's that was a good stance. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't just use the military to pay for your transition. But then the social media twisted it and they're like, oh, well, they right. banned They're them. banning. No, no they're not. At all. Uh, this is the same. So companies have to provide gender trans insurance for gender transitions. Again, using as this is being a sword and this isn't a shield. This is like saying this, and people are it's not the same. It is the same because you're changing your body. This is like saying, well, companies should provide insurance for piercings or for tattoos. No, that's something you want to do. You need to pay your own money for it. You know what I mean? Also, in that same realm, there's plenty of tattoo artists that will refuse to do a certain tattoo, by the way, mm -hmm. and nobody cares because it's the right to refuse service. So that could also be And it doesn't matter if doctor. it has to do with religion, sex. Right. Case. I mean, a lot of times it's just the type of tattoo you want i'm polynesian i have my tattoo my cousin did my tattoo before he passed away because he was gonna go do it in maui but you go to a white tattoo artist and well a respectful white tattoo artist and you ask them to do a tribal tattoo on you they're not gonna do it they're some will if they're good service. but it depends yeah a lot yeah, of them some, won't some will uh but a lot of the people who do do it they are like they've practiced it a long time yeah now, this this ain't easy like, no, no. But then also a lot of, you know, uh, Samoans, Polynesians, Hawaiians, whatever it is, a lot of them see it disrespectful, too. That's another reason why they'll re uh, decline you service. Here we go, Tristan, as I'm reading more of this while you're talking. Regardless of any kind of business, employers and owners will be forced to open a any, excuse me, forced to open any single sex space. Bathrooms, locker rooms, dressing rooms to both sexes. I can't wait for my mother who is shopping and some business to walk in and is trying to use the restroom to see some like homeless bum in the corner using the restroom. When I have, I'm not going to have a daughter anytime soon. But if, well, if, my, if I have one, she's never using a public restroom. Ex Always going to go I'm home. Saying, but it's like if I'm sitting there, my daughter walks into the bathroom. 
Right. And I see some 40-year-old man following right after her. I don't care what his intent I'm is. I'm identifying he, as a woman right there and going in behind him. He, dude, I'm going to stand he, behind him he, the whole time. I'm just going to be like, do it. No, do something. Please. I will rock you so hard. I don't care. He's I, getting mm. his shit clean, bro. Like, That's the only plus I can see to this is if I see someone walking in there, I can walk in right behind him and lay him out. Why were you like, in the bathroom? I identified as a woman since when? Five minutes ago. You can't do anything about it. Oh, yeah. you are? I'm going to sue you. <laughs> anyway. It's, like, it's ridiculous. Parent. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to ask. Uh, no, actually, if this is on the same topic, go ahead. Oh, we were going to move to parents because you were talking about child abuse. So, yeah. So, uh, one thing that I saw, uh, I didn't really read it in the bill. I don't know if there's a subsection for it, but something that was posted. It said that. So if your child comes home from school, right, says, Mommy and Daddy, I want to wear a dress. I want to be a girl. Here we go. No, this is it. Yeah. And you tell your kid, no, we're raising you to be a man. You're going to be a respectful young man. We don't believe in that. You are just going to live your life like that. He goes and tells the school, Child Protective Services has every right to come and take your child and you'll be charged with child negligence or something along the lines of. What in a perfect transition. Parents who are going to be hurt by this, if you choose not to like subject your kids or give your kids or allow them to get puberty blockers or hormones or to transition, uh, you can be charged with child abuse and have your parental rights, your right to be a parent, terminated, taken away, kaput, gone. We'll see you later. Hepatitis, see you later. Just gone forever. All right. The funny you thing know, is, in this bill, oh. it talks about, you know, how many, like 400, I think 74,000 kids are in the system on welfare. It's talking right. about that. And it's talking about how that's bad. And it says, if you, uh, if you decline your 10-year-old hormone blockers, we're going to put them in the system. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear any single person who is a feminist, who calls himself a feminist, who is all for gay couples or lesbian couples or trans couples who have kids, maybe they want to raise them to be straight. I don't want to hear anybody who calls himself a feminist or an ally or a member of that community who is pro this, this, and this to say this is a good bill. Because if you support this bill, I am sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. You are disgusting. You are a disgusting piece of human trash. Okay? You are the dirt beneath my boot. Because this if bill. you think a parent should have their kids stripped from them just because they want to raise them on their moral beliefs, which for the longest time was okay, you do not deserve to speak your opinion. You don't. You do not deserve to be given a time. You shouldn't be worth anything. And your value as a human is nothing. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I said how it is. The, this bill is called the Equality Act. I don't see any equality. I don't see any equality. All. There is absolutely no equality in this bill whatsoever. It's just something to appease and something to keep the LGBTQ plus community happy. Why wouldn't I give my kids purity blockers? Well, you know, Joe Rogan, who's a pretty progressive liberal, thinks it's a bad idea well why does fatty and and red boy zach and tristan think it's a bad idea uh maybe because i don't want my kids to be sterile i would like to have some grandkids uh or you know lose bone density you know that's not a good grow thing up with regrets dude i mean like i don't want them to stuff is like not reversible once you start taking hormones once you're on that shit for i think it's two or three months that's what your body is starting to take it 
oh, body hard. is going through it. It's starting to transition. And, I mean, even if you want to take PCT, which is a testosterone booster, it's you. It's not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Don't call you, again, now we're going to move into something of don't ever call yourself a feminist and support this bill. Why? Here we go. Women and girls. All right. We talked about this the first episode. Women and girl athletes will be would be forced to compete against biological men and boys. If I think about this, think about this. If I were to identify today, today as a woman and I was in high school, right? I could compete against a woman in wrestling or in powerlifting. I am six yeah. four, three hundred pounds. You deadlift what? Four something? Seven sixty-five. So, oh, I was off. Yeah. <laughs> and he could get a medal for it. He yeah, go to the Olympics. He could be. There's not one. Athlete. I don't think there's one woman in high school powerlifting that could lift close to that. I could be wrong. Biological woman that could be wrong. I don't even have to get a surgery. I don't have to have any hormones in me. I can just say, you know what? I'm a woman. Well, looks like I'm gonna go out and try out for the women's shot put team. What's Easy funny? money. What's I could funny? wrestle a woman. Is that? It's hilarious that all the athletes, the actual student athletes that are women, or not, I shouldn't even say student, people who are in the Olympics or trying to train for the Olympic, uh, Olympics, yeah. they're all against it. They're like, yeah, this is this is stupid. And then you get all the alt girls with blue, blue, green, purple colored hair. They're just like, what do you mean? This is completely fair. Uh, women want you equality. Fought- Women asked for so many, for equality for so long. We had the Title IX thing, which I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, it's kind of like a college thing. It has to do with women's rights, uh, equal opportunities in terms of uh, like scholarships and academics and athletics for women. And then it has stuff to do with like sexual assault. You fought for this for so long and it, this bill literally just takes it away, which you're right. You were saying, you were just saying about how professional athletes hate this. The women that are for this bill, especially this part of the bill, they don't work. They don't do sports. They don't do nothing. They sit in their parents' basement and just scroll through TikTok and Instagram all day, complaining about misogyny, racism, transphobia. They literally have nothing else to do with their life, and they're agreeing with this. Meanwhile, they're not on the field. They're not right. on the court. They're not doing nothing. Because we all know there's going to be some loser guys out there who are going to transition to being a girl or just call to, themselves a girl just to, yeah, just to go do that. Just to be D1. This also means that boys think about high school for a second high school is a crazy dynamic range you have minors and adults legally in the same place think about the 18 year old weirdo senior guy who can now go into the locker room with a bunch of freshman girls and change in there for gym that's class a great idea y'all that's good idea that's fantastic like- idea what could go wrong it's superb you know you just want to walk in there so you can you know get your rocks off it's re- oh my god this whole entire bill because we the, talked about the this before. federal the federal implement implementation of shared bathrooms locker rooms and showers and sleeping facilities the cra would expose women and girls uncomfortable situations and increase risks of sexual assault i'm sending my my daughter to private school i'm doing it a private christian school i'm not you don't even, even have to be christian kids. you don't even have to be christian to agree with that because you'll know they at least won't put them in the same bathrooms together or locker oh, rooms. Yeah, but remember, you know, apparently we don't have religious rights anymore. So. Oh, yeah, because this will also now, there's dangers. You know what? I'm getting there. We're getting there. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I'm just Give great. I, 
if I see, I swear to God, if my daughter comes home from school, it's like, Daddy, um, there is this man in our locker room today changing. I'm pulling her out of school that instant. That instant. If the dude's 18 as well, I'm rocking him. I'm sorry. And if he's not 18, I'm beating his dad's ass. Yeah, I'm going to be like, hey, um, well, they probably don't even have a parent. In, they don't probably don't even have a dad in the household. Probably not. This a, the breakdown of the nuclear family is a big factor to this. Um, all right. Yeah, so we're going to see this in high school. So if you were fighting for women's rights and women's sports and you support this one, uh, this bill, you are not a feminist and you do not support women's rights. Don't ever call yourself a feminist again. You are disgusting. You're disgusting. Be perfectly, I hope you are, if you, if you call yourself a feminist, or if you're saying that you support this and you call yourself a feminist, I don't think you are, but if you do support this and you're a woman, that's fine. Don't be surprised when some guy comes into the locker room and just whips out his dingling to change. Nonprofit organizations and volunteers. This is where we're going to get into the absolute taking down their pants, pooping on the chests of religious rights, and letting it sit there and steam up like the old Cleveland steamers. Mississippi mud pies, the whole nine yards. All right. Alabama hot pot. Any nonprofit that does not affirm uh, to the policy uh, through like same-sex marriage benefits, medical insurance coverage, or for gender transitions, opening bathrooms, locker rooms, whatever, having doesn't adhere to anything that's been stated before. Uh, they're they are vulnerable to litigation. What does litigation mean? It means big old big brother can bring down the hammer on their organization, basically get rid of them. Or they'll face punishment for them. What's a nonprofit? Hey, hey, uh, Tristan. What's what's a what are big nonprofit organizations typically? What are they known as in uh, in America? What are the majority of the nonprofits? I'd argue Christian. I'd argue, I'd argue Christian organizations. Well, I wouldn't just say Christian. I mean, a lot of them are looking uh, for like. A certain community, Wounded Warriors Project, for one, that's a big one. I'm or, talking about like, like religious. I'm sorry, but I get what you're saying. Like Samaritan's Purse, Salvation oh, Army, oh, Goodwill. Ones, yeah, yeah. Well, like Salvation Army, that's a huge one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Habitat for Humanity. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, basically, religious nonprofit. Oh, majority of the orphanages, or at least a large percentage of them, are religious nonprofit organizations. Yeah, so uh, let's shut all those down. I can't wait for the first organization or the first uh, Christian orphanage, whatever, or religious orphanage, because they don't have to be Christian, right? And there's a lot of there's them are Catholic, Mormon, right? You find them all over the place. Anyway, I can't wait for one of those to be shut down. What are you gonna do with all those kids? Homeless. Yeah, what are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna go throw them into an already completely trashed and broken foster and adoption system? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait for that other orphanage to be completely welcome. Oh, it's federally funded, by the way, because, you know, all the, the rooms have black mold and all that great stuff. Because, you know, it's federally funded. Top of the line stuff. No, yeah. Let's throw... Do? Build a hotel? Let's, let's throw 100 more kids in that already packed place. Fantastic. Uh, women's shelters and adoption agencies and charities will be subject to uh, discrimination lawsuits. Oh, yeah, because there, uh, there was an Alaskan man who I think sued a shelter because they wouldn't let him in. And it was a women's shelter. So let's say Old I'm homeless. Bill is fucking retarded. Let me let's, let's pretend pretend we're women, right? For a Jesus second, we identify Christ. as a woman, uh, and we're like, "Hey, you have to let us into a women's shelter because we're homeless." And it's like, "No, you're not a woman. Oh, I just sued you for five million dollars. Guess who's not homeless anymore? Because <laughs> it's a thing now. 
It's literally a thing. Uh, HR 5 specifically says, uh, or not specifically, it essentially states that uh, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act can't be used as a defense or to defend from these lawsuits. So you cannot use freedom of religion. Yeah, so basically, if you are religious and you own a religious company, such as, uh, I think it was, it was back when I was in Oregon, uh, we had this bakery, the guy refused to make a, a gay pride wedding cake for a gay couple, and he came under fire a lot, but then he ended up winning the case because of religious freedom. Right. That's not applicable anymore. That is that Mm-mm. you are you are fucked. Yeah. There is, your business could be gone. So in closing, any licenses you have gone, your business is gone. Your charity that you run is gone. Everything, your kids taken away. Doesn't matter from the city. Your, your right to privacy uh, on a basis of actual biological gender within a bathroom or a locker room, maternity ward in churches. There's places for nursing mothers to go during service. All that privacy is gone, stripped away. And if you don't like it, if you don't like it and you decide to say, you know what, that's not what I believe and I'm not okay with that. You can be sued for every single penny that you have gone. This is not a good thing. This is a disgusting act. I personally hope Your it doesn't life pass conference. Is over. But if this passes, it's not just you shouldn't say, "Oh, the Christians are upset because it doesn't agree with their agenda." No, you should be worried about this. I don't care if you're right or you're left. You need to be worried about this. I mean, even if you want to get out of the situation where you're going under fire from, you know, federal law, you got to I mean, even if you want to make up some sort of lie to kind of take the heat off right. your back. You can't use your religious anything. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, this whole entire thing gave me a headache. So don't 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 say you're for women's sports either. Don't say, oh, let's push forward women's sports and be for this bill. I swear to God, if I see it on social media, I'm calling you right out. You shouldn't. This I is don't disgusting. Hear anyone say that the WNBA needs to be paid more because it's not just this isn't NBA. this isn't rights. This is this isn't giving rights and solidifying rights. This is stripping rights. It's not equality. That's this isn't. That's the gist. This shouldn't. Instead of being, instead of being a fence that is going around these houses of LGBTQ rights in America, instead of being a fence that it's there to protect them, it is like armies that are pushing out to take over more territory. It is used for the attack. It is not used for defense, and it's disgusting. I am done. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm disappointed in this. I mean, we 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 yeah. appreciate y'all for listening. Us rant and, and be pissed. And I hope y'all are more pissed off than we are. They're gonna call us transphobic. I don't care. Genuinely, I don't think you do. Uh, because fuck. yep. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the bell notification, leave us a thumbs up on YouTube. Uh, yeah, make sure you hit the bell icon because yes, yeah, subscription don't really mean it much. And this episode will definitely not be available for monetization down the line. Oh, definitely not. But like we said, can't cancel someone that doesn't care. We're mainly yep. here for y'all anyway. So. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you subscribe to the podcast, do that. Uh, again, Wednesday and Friday is when we're uploading. I've had fun today. This has been Fatty. That is Red Boy. We will see y'all in the next one on Friday. Hope y'all have a great day. Have a good one. Deuces. And broadcast. Holy crap, dude.